What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Geek Burrito. We are back. I am the great talent. Hey, everyone. I'm Jay Riven. All right. And as you can see, <laughs> we are fully Batmaned out. We are fully wearing our Batman shirt. Well, I'm kind of trying to, <laughs> I'm trying, my chair isn't cooperating with me. So, uh, excuse me. I'm wearing our bat. He's wearing the vintage. Uh, Jay Riven's wearing his vintage Batman shirt. I'm wearing the more modernized. It means justice Batman shirt. I'm vengeance. So we are Vengeance, we are the Knight, we are going to mainly focus this podcast on the Batman, but before we get into it, I uh, just want to thank everybody, we want to thank everybody for stopping by and listening or watching this, whether it be on YouTube or Spotify, Apple, whatever your choice of podcast listening or viewing is, and uh, yeah, before we get into it, we want to talk about a few other things before we jump into the Batman, isn't that right, Jay? Uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about since <clears throat> the last time we we talked, there's a lot. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, though, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few. We're, we're going to talk about a little bit of gaming. Uh, you know, this week, I mean, from last time, I mean, well, actually, I think, Jay, you beat Halo Infinite, right? So you actually finally finished that, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to gaming, not much going on. Just uh, recently beat Halo Infinite. Took me like, uh, I don't know, like two months to finally get through that game. Nice. Uh, Took your time with it. It was a slow burn, huh? Slow burn. Um, yeah. <clears throat> fun game. Great game. Probably one of the best Halo games I've ever played. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it was great. Campaign Absolutely. was awesome. Um, I wish I had more time. I would love to like just kind of dive into the whole multiplayer world because it looks yeah. like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I know. Time is unfortunately not on our side <laughs> no, <laughs> in that aspect. Our, Never side, on our but... side when we had work and life <laughs> shit to deal with, but... Yeah, no, I, I, if I had to choose a multiplayer online to play uh, first-person shooter, it would definitely be Halo Infinite over any Call of Duty that's out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I grew up on Halo 2, man. I, I Halo 2, literally. Halo 2 and Halo 2, too. Yeah, I I loved Halo, man, growing up, and it has a special place <laughs> in my heart, so it, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's um, great. Um, what else am I playing? I'm playing Pokemon Arceus. Yeah. Moving along a little bit there. Nice. Um, yeah, I hope to get to that soon myself, but um, yeah, I'm playing one of the thing in front of it, but yeah. And um, I just recently started playing that uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm jealous, man. I have it. It's sitting, I'm looking at it right now on my mantle, but I, I, I have, after I finish up the game I'm playing now on um, PlayStation, I'm going to switch over and play the Guardians game, Guardians of the Galaxy on Xbox, and then I'm going to go right into Horizon, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, no, it's, um, I never got to play the first Horizon, so it's kind of like, I'm kinda trying to like figure it out a little bit, but uh, it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Kinda like, it's like a mixture of like Avatar with like Transformers, I don't know, it's like. Yeah, it's 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 wild. It's like it's the wild. robots are like dinosaurs, and what happened is it's like a futuristic prehistoric uh, world, if you can believe it. It's like there's there's dinosaurs, but they're robots, so the, the humans created the machines, kind of like Terminator, and they kind of just took over everything mm -hmm. in, in a sense. But, yeah, um, interesting. Anyway, yeah, no, I've been playing. I just finished beating Kena Bridge of Spirits, and that game, you should actually check that out. I think you would really like that game. It's like Legend of Zelda meets like Pikmin, and it's kind of very spiritual and very, very, it's like, it's like a Pixar movie. It's like playing a Pixar movie. Yeah, really I've been, me <clears throat> been meaning to get I have it. I just, uh, yeah, again, time. Yeah. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh, but anyway, with that being said, um, yeah, that's pretty much it on the gaming aspect. Not too much. There's been a lot because, you know, we've been busy seeing movies, folks. It's, it's the movies are starting to ramp up again. Um, before we get into the big ones, uh, Jay actually watched something on Netflix that I actually still have it in my list to watch, but I haven't got around to it yet. And what was that movie, Jay, that you watched? Uh, was it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Is that right? Is that the yeah. one? The yeah. The remake? Yeah. <clears throat> Reboot? Whatever you want to call it. Re requel? <laughs> whatever it is. It's a... I it's a sequel. It's kind of like they oh, kind of okay. they, they kind of took a page out of the Halloween book, you know, kind of like oh yeah, how the the Halloween movies like it kind of like it takes place right after the original Halloween, kind of like kind of like uh, bypasses yeah, yeah. any other Halloween movie that ever existed. So it's like right. Halloween one, and then then it goes into the new Halloween, then Halloween Kills, and then this new one that's coming out this year. So that's, yeah, that's this, awesome. This Texas Chainsaw movie is a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw movie. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> I got to be honest with you, the movie, I mean, the story, the plot is retarded. Um, 
it's retarded, but the movie is so entertaining. It's such an entertaining yeah. fucking movie. Like, you know, it's I. It was an hour and twenty minute movie, and it was perfect. It oh, was really? So, it just got you in, got you off, got you out, huh? Really fast. It was a one hour twenty minute movie. You just you know you just watch it, and it just doesn't even try to explain anything. It just, which is great. I mean, it was still whatever whatever little things it did explain. It was pretty dumb, but for the most part, you you get right to the meat and potato of it. You just get Leatherface, and it's just him on this like killing rampage from beginning to end, and it was perfect, dude. It yeah, was perfect. No, I awesome. mean. Some things didn't make sense, but whatever. The, the kills were, were pretty were pretty uh, were fun to watch. That's awesome, man. No, I um, I got it in my list. I gotta I gotta watch. I got it in my queue. Um, I don't know what I'm waiting for. You know what it is, man. I'm trying to kill these TV shows I have in my queue. Like I'm up to um, I'm watching Peace. I'm gonna watch Peacemaker next, and then I'm gonna watch that that uh, Hannibal show you recommended. I want to check that out because I want to watch. Now, do you recommend I watch that Hannibal show? Is that a prequel to like before the movies, like before Red Dragon, before Sounds of the Lambs? That's a prequel, prequel, right? It's a prequel. Is yep. it prequel, prequel? Freak. So I'll watch that first. Then, because I, I already seen like I've seen Sounds of the Lambs a million times. I've only seen Hannibal like once, and I've never seen Red Dragon. So I, uh, I will kind of watch it. Red Dragon was a weird movie. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about All it. Right. I will definitely look into that. Like I said, I got it in my queue. Like I'm just trying to kill some of these shows. I carving them up a little bit, but um, as a matter of fact, it makes more sense to just watch the movies first. So you know what? I think before I even after before I even start Peacemaker, I'm gonna check out Texas because that's only what nine, you said eighty minutes, eighty five minutes, something like that. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. like I said, it's an hour and twenty minutes, no more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, 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 uh, it is what it is. You know. Uh yeah. So anyway, with that uh, being said, folks, yeah. Now we're getting into the big gun. So last big movie we saw before the big one. <laughs> we saw two big, well, big-ish movies. Well, one, definitely a big one. Uncharted, okay? We watched the Uncharted movie uh, starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, it was a few weeks ago. And uh, I honestly, in all honesty, the critics bashed the shit out of it. I, I, there was a little bit of issues I had with it, but not as not not that much to like say it wasn't a great movie. Honestly, I thought the casting was a little bit jaded. Yes, uh, they should have casted. I love Tom Holland, but they should have given a little bit of an older version of Nathan Drake, and I think they should have given a little bit older version of Sully. But other than that, the, their chemistry was great. I thought it was a fun action adventure movie. They had like the music from the video game. I, I thought it was great. What about you, Jay? I loved it, man. I mean, yeah, I I listening or reading the critics reviews of it it just seems like if you didn't play any of the uncharted games you're just not gonna really like the movie um i'm, I'm actually fine with the casting man like i'm fine with the casting i think like if i mean from what i've seen it's been a success for the most part i think it's i think it's made its money um if they turn this into like some kind of big franchise, uh, movie franchise, where they pump out like I don't know four or five, six movies of these, and you could see like, um, you know, Tom Holland kind of like grow as he's growing up, you know, into going into his thirties and then maybe into his forties, and then he's like getting like the beard and he's like, you know, he, I think he'll he'll easily fit that role of like what Nathan Drake is in the video games, and yeah. same with Mark Wahlberg, you know, you just give him the salt pepper hair as he's getting older you know yeah it, it could easily it could easily go into like uh how we see it in the video games you know what i mean so it's like what this what this movie feels like it's like a, it's like a prequel it feels like a true prequel right. to like the yeah. original uncharted it absolutely does and and uh if anybody out there has played uncharted 3 um uncharted 3 the third game in the in the uh, franchise is actually uh, in the beginning, it has a younger Sully. He had like brown hair. He didn't. He wasn't like uh, Silver Fox or anything. He just had brown hair, and it was a very young Nathan Drake. But the movie didn't take you know only the only the first I think act right. The first couple of acts was in the past, first chapters. Um, but that's what they're basing this whole movie on. Because I really think to Jay's point, they want this fuck. They want this to be a motherfucking franchise. They want this to be like 10, 15 years, and then have him end when he's like in his forties, and then say, all right. But I understand like why the, there's backlash because people want Nathan Drake. They want him now. They want him as they know him in the first game. 
relax, folks. You, you, we'll get there. Just, just take it easy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I think if it, if it pans out, you'll look back at it and you'll be like, wow, this is uh, this is brilliant, you know, because you, you, yeah. cause sometimes, you know, movies are made and then later on they do prequels, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not going to need that, you know, they, they started with the prequel, you know, and now it's just kind of like, let it let it grow from here like it's like you know they plant they planted exactly. the seed i think they're just they're just getting it all out of the way like do you remember um in deadpool man back the first deadpool movie they kind of got his the way they did deadpool's origin story was brilliant because they did it in between as the movie was playing out so they did it like in like the movie let it play then he, he had a thought and then they did like a little flashback for like a minute and then they came back to the present i thought that mm -hmm. was awesome that that was a great way to do an origin story like hash like you know and that that was awesome then they kind of sort of did that they're, they're kind of doing that here sort of but it's like a, it's more of a more of a slower like burn slower reach but other than that yeah i i'd love the movie um i mean i you know i i was trying to be unbiased and said you know i gave it like i think i gave it an eight out of ten if i remember correctly i thought it was great i thought it was fine i mean yeah it <clears throat> here or there it wasn't perfect but yeah it was enjoyable it was very entertaining um yeah i would for me it was probably the best video game adaptation going from video game to movie i i think i've ever seen yeah i'm with you man i think i'm with you before <clears throat> this and i know you probably would disagree with me before this movie i thought it, i thought honestly mortal kombat did a really <clears throat> great job to to translate that i know you thought that movie was ridiculous but i i love that movie i'm sorry <laughs> i love that I, movie i respectfully uh, disagree with you but <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I mean, like, yeah, it didn't have the tournament, but it, it was a start, you know. I, um, you know, but I, yeah, I, 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 there's there's definitely gonna be some things we like and we don't like, and it's perfectly <laughs> that's okay. What, that's what makes us so great, I guess. You know, that makes yeah. it human. Um, anyway, so now, folks, now um, we're gonna get into vengeance. We're gonna get into vengeance. We are the knight, and we are Batman. So the Batman. We're going to have a little fun, folks, here. So the rest of this podcast is going to be us breaking down the Batman, and then we are going to rank not only the our top Batman movies, but before we do that, we're going to talk about our our top Batmobiles in order, uh, the Batman actors out of the Batsuit as Bruce Wayne, the top Batman actors in the Batsuit who are the best, and then we're going to just do our top ten, our top Batman movies of all time. So, Jay, I'll let you start it off. Um, the Batman. What were you? What we saw? I mean, <laughs> I know what you thought, but tell these fine folks what you thought. <laughs> <clears throat> he needs a minute, folks. He needs a minute. He needs a minute. <laughs> that movie. That movie special. If I if I had to if I had to simplify it to somebody who asked me like, what's the Batman like? Take. L.A. Noir. If you ever played L.A. Noir, you take L.A. Noir. You take the movie Seven. Take a a little bit of some of the elements from the Nolan trilogy because it was very grounded. You know, try to be very very realistic. Right. You take that, and then you pinch in a little bit of salt and pepper of the Tim Burton feel. Yeah. Along with some sprinkles of Adam West Batman, and this is what you have: you have, uh, you have the Batman. I I will add in just a little bit of a dash, a taste of the Saw movies too, because I I felt like a little bit of Saw in there somewhere, like yeah, with the whole Riddler thing. It's a tiny bit, yeah, tiny just, bit. I, I I agree with that. Um, I know it's very. It's very divisive, you know, you have people saying one thing on this side of the fence, and you have other people saying this on the other side of the fence. I've never seen anything so divided. I mean, you can go at Metacritic and you can see the, I mean, not the, not the critic score, but you look at the, the user score, I mean, that's that's all you need to, the vast majority of the people, they, they love the movie. Um, exactly. Um, I, I have very little issues of this movie, man. I am, I almost, I wanted to see it again. Like I wanted to go right back to see it just so I can like kind of like play the role of like dissecting it because yeah. there was so much happening that all I could do was just sit back and just take it in, you know. 
I wasn't yeah. like I wasn't like in that role to like start nitpicking things. But right. there's very little I can nitpick, and the things that I'm nitpicking is because it's not enough of it. So right. you I, know, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> like that's that's Absolutely. the only things I can nitpick. Honestly, it's it's the greatest Batman movie I've ever seen. That's that's the truth. It is the best Batman movie overall. You'll never get a Batman movie. There isn't a Batman movie where the vast majority of the time runtime is Batman. Like he is the focus in the bat suit. In the bat suit, like he is the focal point. Like he is the center point. Like like the title says, the Batman. That's what it is. Unbelievable! Like I, I couldn't believe it. How much? I think the movie was three hours long, right? I think exactly he was in that bad suit for like over two hours. He had to be in that bad suit for like I, I, I would say, two hours. I would say that's accurate. Yeah, I would say I mean, about, uh, probably like two hours, maybe two and change. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's the most any Batman has ever worn the suit for. So it's the it's the most. It is the absolute most. Um, so and it's it's a good thing he wore that suit too because um, looking back in retrospect, man, I kind of see what people were saying about Ro- um, excuse, Robert Pattinson added the bad suit. But I don't have a problem with it. But I can see why people, some people, might have a problem with it. If that makes any sense. I don't. I don't have a problem with it because this is like taken right from the comics of year one, year two of Batman. Yeah. So if that's the case, he's young. He's supposed to be young. He's supposed to be but, figuring this shit out. He's supposed to be broken, you know. Yeah. He, exactly. He when he learns how to like stop wearing his emotions on his sleeve, then he can like be the billionaire playboy and put on the facade in the front. He didn't learn how to do that yet because he's still trying to like fulfill his destiny and his father's legacy and shit you know he's got shit to figure out it's your point absolutely i mean if you're if you're conflicted about this then just look at matt reeves and what he did with that planet of the apes trilogy um he was able to like you know when he when he did rise of the planet of the apes he really just planted seeds man he took a bunch of seeds and he just went like this you know rise of the planet of the apes was probably the weakest of the three movies it was still a great movie but it was the weakest because Nothing really major happened, like significant. I mean, it did at the end, but throughout the course of the movie, it was just like, it was really focused on Caesar and like, yeah. you know, like his character, you know, development. Um, it's the same thing here, man. Like he's really playing, Matt Reeves is just throwing a bunch of seeds out into his world that he just created. And dude, I, I can't wait for the sequel, dude. I can't wait to see what he does in the sequel, man. And then the sequels to come, dude, because you know he is going to develop Robert Pattinson. He's going to mold him into that role of Bruce Wayne. And and you're going to see him different. I I bet you in the second Batman movie, Robert Pattinson will be a completely different Bruce Wayne than he was in this movie. And that's that's beautiful. I think so, too. I think because I think really, um, uh, I think really to that point, man, Maybe it was the director Matt Reeves's goal to think about this for a second. Maybe it was his goal to say, "All right, I want you to act like a certain way because in the next movie, I have a plan for you. Like I, I know where we're going. You're going to have character evolution. You know, you're going to have extreme character development. And then people, you know, man, people are going to be looking back on this movie after the third one comes out. It's a trilogy, right? A new trilogy. And to that last movie, people are going to be looking back and going, "Wow, I see what." he was trying to convey what he was trying to accomplish and i respect that and we're not there yet so of course there's gonna be backlash so of course that's why i'm like my my only i'm not concerned but the joker like as much as as as, (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) as as much as a great surprise it was my only problem is at this point now dude we've gotten like in the span of like i don't know 10 years We've gotten like a lot of different jokers, you know what I mean? And I yeah. and and I kind of wish they would just kind of like solidify one joker, you know what I mean? And you know, you've got Jared Leto, we got fucking um what's his name? Jack jo- Joaquin no. Phoenix, you know, um the late Heath, uh, Heath Ledger uh, a little over a decade ago. The goat. Um, the goat exactly. Um so there's just been a lot of different Joker versions. So it's, it's always going to be like this, like uh, comparison of different Jokers, you know. Um, and I just kind of wish at this point now they just kind of like just, you know, solidify one now. You know what I mean? So that's what made this movie so great was because the Riddler he was so unique and he was only competing against Jim Carrey 
which he was kind of like, he was kind of like, you know, a little clunky in my, for my taste. You know, I still liked them, you know, but uh, this, this Riddler was definitely like, it was like, uh, yeah, it, it was nine. It was like nine and day. For me. It was Jim nine. Carrey. Jim Carrey was more like, Jim Carrey was like, more like comedical. He was very like, you know, overacting and shit and kind of like very, very, um, in your face. Riddler was more, he kind of like had a little bit of Joker vibes, but at the same time, he felt like he was his own, like he, he developed his own persona. And I liked it. He was very creepy, very eerie, very haunting. Um, when he just showed up in the fucking houses, people's houses, like in the shadows, I was like, oh, like, oh shit. And then, and then that one part where he had that guy on the camera and he was like fucking like with the rats and shit, I was like, damn, this is a, and he was like, 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 you know, like making those voices and shit. I was like, oh, this is a, this guy is like a, like a ghoul, <laughs> you know, like yeah. fucking ghoulish. You know? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was so good, man. Oh, it was amazing. Like, the, I thought, and people were complaining about the length of the movie. I didn't, dude. I don't know about you, man. When that, when that shit wrapped up, I thought it was gonna roll into like another episode or something. I'm like, are we done? Like, well, how are we done already? Like, what the? We're just getting started, baby. Like, what are you talking about? People are like, oh, it feels like five hours. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, no, it doesn't. You're five hours. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah. knew this movie was special. From the opening scene dude that opening scene where it's him in the dark alleyway and you just hear the music the fucking great score that fucking michael oh, giancio michael giancio that man is a genius like, <laughs> you know he this he should get an oscar for that score like uh, easily i mean you made the score sound like the imperial march from star wars it's half of it i mean shit yeah. that's why it's so addictive and catchy it's like it sounds like dark and but gritty that uh. opening that opening scene where he's walking down the alleyway you don't see him but you just hear his footsteps like you hear the boots dun. you hear the Dude. boots you hear the boots and then you finally see him and then he's like i'm vengeance and like i was like man dude i knew like right there and then it was like it was like love at first sight dude it, it really was, man. <laughs> it was it was like it's like you know you know how like some people out there folks you know how sometimes you have to actually try and convince yourself if you're enjoying the movie or not mm. at that point i don't care what you say you're not enjoying the movie if you have to like say am i enjoying this part you're not there when some to jay's point when when a motherfucker just walks out on the screen doesn't even have to say anything but one mm. line you're like, and you you are enamored. You're like, it's love at first sight. It, it really is. There's nothing. There's nothing more to it. That's it. That's really it. And they use practical um, effects too. Like, like they the yeah. practical effects were so good, man. Some in some of the fight scenes, like the lighting, how like you know, like that scene where like he's getting bullet, like he's getting bullets, like fucking hit him, at yeah. him, and then you just see like the lights like flicker, da, 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 yeah, da. like all of his practical effects, dude. It's nothing special. It's nothing like. There's no CG. They just—they're just using tricks with lights and cameras and yeah, and it, it was—it was trick photography and it was great. And it Beautiful was great. Trick photography. It, it was so um, perfect. No, it, it was awesome and and it's fucking everything about this movie was just and the fighting scenes. I think this is the best fighting we ever got. The choreography it was like so good, such great fighting, such was, great hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, it was. It was it like was. Batman Arkham series. It was like. The Batman Arkham video games, if anybody have ever played that, I saw a comment on one of the videos that said, one of the reviews that said, I'm mad that I didn't get to see Batman collect all 600 Riddler, uh, Riddler trophies. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I understood that. that, that it, re- it reminded me of that, too. It reminded me of the Arkham City with the, the Riddler trophies all around. Trophies, yeah, you got to figure and, that shit out. And then at the end, the movie, man, where Riddler's in Arkham Asylum and he's fucking talking to Joker, it's like, yeah. okay, what what are they going to go with for the next movie? They're going to go where, where, where the Joker fucking, you know, like what happens in, in Arkham where he fucking, you know, Busts open the, the the Arkham Asylum and, and frees everyone out and fucking then he eventually fucking what happened again? He fucking like interjected his blood into fucking Batman and he started fucking seeing Joker in his in his dreams all the time and all that crazy shit. Um, yeah, I you know what happened was uh, I think yeah it was some type of like um, you know it was some type of dream sequence. It was something weird. I really couldn't like my finger on it but it was it was interesting is what it was uh, like it's really um i don't know that that's one of the things i couldn't understand but um that's why hey that's why we gotta re- uh, rewatch it right <laughs> so we gotta fucking rewatch it gotta rewatch those movies like constantly um but yeah no i think that um uh, but I, I really think and also to the penguin um i i don't know about you man but i didn't recognize um 
Colin Farrell. I did not know it was him. Unless I saw the credits, I did not fucking know it was him at all. No so, idea. That was probably one of the few things I had to nitpick on was I don't think we got enough of the Penguin. Um, yeah. I don't think there was enough of him, and I think what we did get of him, it was it was awesome. Like he was he was good, man. He was really good. He was he was he was a really good penguin. Um, I don't want to say he was better than Danny DeVito. I'm not gonna say that. Danny DeVito is special in his own way. Um, yeah. But I but I did like but I did like this penguin though. It, it kind of like it, it it like carved his own niche. That's how I'll put it. Yeah. No, you're right, man. I I think that um. Each each villain each villain in the rogues gallery carved up their own um, their own spot in the um, bat Batverse in the Batman universe. Riddler made his mark. You know Jim Carrey had his own unique way of portraying the Riddler. Uh, Paul Dano had his way of portraying the Riddler. Um, the Penguin. Now okay, Tim Burton is a fucking genius. We all know that he's a visionary. He's weird. He's quirky. He's he's that's what makes him great. And when he Danny DeVito was perfect because he was like short. He was stumpy. He was like, let's just make this motherfucker a, a penguin mutant, like a, mut- <laughs> a mutated penguin. We're going to make him have flippers and shit. And he did great. It was great to see him like that. I was like, he really took this penguin shit literally. Um, but this version of the penguin was straight extracted right from the, the comic books. He was Carmine Falcone's right-hand man. Uh, uh, um, he was the proprietor of the Iceberg um, Lounge, which was actually in the Arkham video games too, right? The Iceberg mm-hmm. Lounge. Yep. The only thing that was missing dude was him smoking that cigar with the top hat. But I mean, you know that, that they wouldn't let they wouldn't allow smoking in the movie. I was reading up on them, and they said they didn't want anybody smoking uh, in the movie. To you know, I mean, I, I guess that's fine. But you know, they let, they let people drop they let them drop an f bomb one time, but they couldn't let you know see some fucking gangster smoking a cigar. But you know. Uh, it was great though, man. It was great, and, and then, and then also can't forget about Catwoman, Zoe, um, Zoe Kravitz, right? She did a fantastic Kravitz. job, dude. She did fantastic a fan- job. She did a great job in the moments. I'm she sorry, was I love there. Michelle Pfeiffer, but she's my new favorite Catwoman. She, she, and again, I don't think they didn't like they. She was in the movie a lot, but I feel like she could have got more like action scenes. I don't know. Yes, I feel a little like bit, they, just a I, little bit more. I feel a little like bit. We, she was great. I just feel like we didn't get enough of her as like as like Catwoman. If that makes sense. Like you know what I mean? I wanted to see her more like I don't know, dude, the fucking whip, lasso, fuck it. Just yeah. like you know, like a little bit more Catwoman action because she was kind of blended more on the Kale- Selena Kyle side, you know. Like, right. So but you know, the moments that we did get of her I mean, the chemistry she had with Robert Pattinson was really good, that I'll say. Yeah. Like they they had a good chemistry. It was very convincing. Didn't yeah they didn't didn't, didn't come off as uh no it, it was like very organic and honestly I I mean if dare I say this and I might be eating these words or people might maybe making me eat them but I loved Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer's chemistry. I thought they had great chemistry, especially toward the end of the movie. Um, but Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson um, when they were like in their outfits, right in their um, personas. Uh, and she was in the Capitol outfit. He was in the bat suit. They felt like there was just some type of like tension between them, and it was just, it was just fucking great, man. It was just so great to watch unfold. And there was the witty sarcasm of the Catwoman mixed with his fucking seriousness and his dry fucking tone. I, I thought it was awesome. It was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that, I mean, like I said, the only things I could pick on in the movie, not enough Catwoman, not enough Penguin. Yeah. Not enough Alfred. Right. Yeah, Alfred, he got the short end of the stick. He got kind of sidelined halfway through the movie or a little bit about halfway through the movie. But, uh, yeah, next time we want more Alfred. Um, people are saying that they're mad that Alfred is so young. And New Circus is only in his early 50s. They want Alfred to be older, like in his 60s, 70s. But, again, to this movie's point, it's the Batman be like in his beginning stages. Like, all right, I know Nolan did Batman Begins, right? But when Batman began in, in that in his Nolan Star Nolan trilogy, Batman was already in his mid thirties, and fucking Alfred was already in his like early seventies. So I'm like, okay, how was he really beginning? You know what I mean? It, what are you gonna? You're beginning at the end, like it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, gotta be a slow burn. Gotta be a slow fucking burn. Trust me, it goes a long way, folks. Yeah, no, um, not enough Alfred, and, and there's one more thing I can nitpick and. I don't think it's like that big of a deal, but for me, 
I don't know about you, dude. I wasn't crazy about the way, the way how Batman flies in this movie, dude. Like that whole wingsuit thing, man. Uh, I, uh, uh, I, honestly, man, I, I, I didn't. I, like I said, I didn't like it, but I appreciated it. I respected why they did it. They wanted to make him feel more grounded. Again, this is in the beginning. He didn't figure his old fucking outfit out yet. Now look at his outfit. His his cape isn't really even a cape. It's like it's not even a full blown cape. It's like just kind of like a fucking like cloth in the back. He's wearing combat boots. Like he's still trying to figure his outfit out. He has like the only thing he really figured out was that Kevlar, like to fucking block the bullets. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the next movie we do, we're gonna get that full fucking wingsuit. We're gonna get that that fucking gliding like you saw in the Dark Knight. Yeah, dude, like that 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 to me is where it's at, dude. Like I wasn't yeah. crazy about that wingsuit thing. Like it's a little too real. It's like it's a, like, and this is the issue I had with the Nolan verse, dude. Like I know that like it's almost like when they when they were making these movies, they were like they sat down, they said, okay, if Batman was real, this is what it would be like. Right. Uh, you know what? I don't need that motherfucker to be real this motherfucker he lives in a fucking fantasy world first off that shit wouldn't even be real that shit wouldn't even happen so let's just fucking let's just try to like yeah you know let's just, I, let's just i mean make him be grounded but at the same time have a little bit of touch of fantasy like like tim burton had fun with it mm -hmm. you know even chris nolan had fun with it i mean hell fucking even joel schumacher had too much fun with it <laughs> yeah i don't but, need um, i don't need i don't need oh uh, like oh uh, like a what would a real life batman be i don't need that shit dude no. like that that that's not needed dude like so, I feel like I, I, I feel like Nolan. People say that this was more grounded than Nolan. I still think Nolan was more ground, like more grounded than this movie. I don't know how you feel, but um, I mean, yes, in certain aspects, yeah, he had more. Um, but then again, I think I think honestly, they both were just just as much grounded as the as the other as each other's movies. Um, and they had a little bit, yeah, I mean, Nolan had a little bit of touch of fantasy in there, but you know why, you, you know what they are, they are both grounded in a sense, but you know what, you know, what's the difference between the two It's the way it's shot, the way they filmed it. Like, yeah. Like Nolan, if you look at all of Nolan's movies, they kind of like all look the same. I don't know if you realize that. Like if you see, yeah, the city shots, yeah, like the, the way yeah, the spent outs, yeah. Like if you look at Inception, the the trilogy, right. the Batman trilogies, the way he filmed uh, Interstellar, the way he filmed right. um, a lot of those movies, do they kind of like they they he shoots them all the kind of the same way. Man. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, in that sense, the cinematography could make him feel his movies feel more grounded. Um, the Batman, like the way it's shot, like it, it feels more, the way it's shot, the way the city looks, it feels like a realist, like real life comic book version of Gotham City. And it honestly feels to me more of like a Tim Burton feel than a Nolan feel because Nolan yeah. would be like up in the fucking skylight, shooting it from the, the helicopters and shit. Yeah. This like was shot from the ground looking up. Yeah. Like, you know, when, you, like when, you, yeah. When, when you see how Gotham looks in the Nolan verse, it looks like he filmed Chicago. He's just like, okay, yeah. this is Chicago and this is Gotham. Right. When you see the Batman, it looks like New York City, but Matt Reeves took New York City and then he just kind of like, kind of like redecorated it a little bit. Right. You know. No, it's, uh, and that's what makes it special. I mean, like Matt Reeves really respected the source material. He he was like, I'm gonna like make this like not only a touch of a comic book, but I'm also going to make it feel and respect like an homage to both. Tim Burton and Christopher Nolan, if I can, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're gonna have the best. We're gonna have our cake and we're gonna fuck it too." So that's exactly what he said we're gonna do, and he did. Um, but yeah, no, again, fantastic movie, um, and I thought it was great all around. In my YouTube video, I gave it a ten. I was very like trying not to hold back. I was like, "Look, I was trying to find things wrong with it, but at the same time, I was so gushing at the time." Yeah, like, would I change my score even though I'm nitpicking? No, because we nitpick. But you know what? Overall, if we're talking complete package, it's a 10. It's just like, to me, it's on the same level as The Dark Knight. So it's just like, it's like right there. It's maybe a tiny, we'll get to that in a little bit. But to me, it's like, they're like neck and neck. They're like right there. Um, but again, we'll talk about why, uh, what what separates the Batman from The Dark Knight. I mean, it's, it's one entity. And we'll get to that when we get to our rankings in a minute. And I think we're pretty much ready to start ranking, unless you want to talk more about the movie. I'll leave it up to you. No, I think we covered pretty much everything about the movie. 
I think that's it. I mean, go see it, folks, if you haven't already. It's still in theaters. It's going to be on HBO Max April 19th, I think. Is that the day or April 5th? April 19th is going to be on HBO Max. Um, But go see it in IMAX. It's so worth it. Yeah. You, it, you have to, really, folks. You really need to. It's, an, it's a journey. <laughs> it's really a journey. It's so worth it. Just don't go see it at 11 o'clock at night. No, no, no. I mean, then we're going to be like us. We needed a cup of coffee each, some popcorn to kill, and a big fucking bottle of water and it was and drinks. And it was just, honestly, though, folks, it, it, I was awake. I, I, This is like, to me, seeing the Batman is an equivalent to seeing like fucking Star Wars, a good Star Wars movie. Or like Avengers or Spider-Man or any of those big, big, big name movies. Um, but yeah, with uh, that being said, we're going to start from the bottom, work our way up. So we're going to rank, uh, well, I mean, my ranking is probably, I mean, I wrote down my ranking, but my ranking is probably, might be different than yours, Jay. But uh, ranking the Batmobiles. Um, I mean, you want to go first or you want me to read off mine and then you want to kind of switch my order around? <laughs> you want to go? Well, what you uh, Batmobiles, nah, I could tell you off the top of my head, man. Uh, Batm- Last place is going to be... Uh, man, I'm going to say fucking... You know, you know what, man? You might be shocked at what I'm about to say, man. Uh-oh. The Nolan... The Nolan Bat- Batmobile. Yeah, I'm not shocked, dude, because I was actually <laughs> I was gonna put that in my last place, but I gave it to it's just the last a, place for me. It's Joe Schumacher's it, Batmobile, but it was close, close. Nolan's I, I, Nolan's I, I, was close, man. It was I, it was a tank. I, it's not a Batmobile. It's a fucking tank. It's a tank, dude. It's just a, it's just a tank. <laughs> tank. So I, I, it's just I, I just I never liked it, dude. That's one of the things I never liked with the Nolan. I never liked the Batmobile, dude. It was just it was just like this no. big, oversized tank, and it's just like yeah. Now. I, it, the only time, the only time, the, tank. the only time I ever liked it was when it like turned into like that motorcycle. But the that's, the, the, the motorcycle, yeah. Yeah, the bat cycle. cycle was cool, but, but yeah. that was awesome with the guns on it and shit, and the, and yeah. the wires and the grapples. That mm-hmm. was awesome. But the tank, I like the only part I liked about it was when he was like jumping off the rooftops. I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. But again, that's not. What... <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I. But I have, yeah, so I have that last, and then. After that, I have the Joel Schumacher yep. um, Batmobile. Um, after that, um, I have um, Val Kilmer. Okay. Val Kilmer Batmobile, which is, yeah, that's still Joel Schumacher. I think Schumacher. it's the same as Joel Schumacher. Yeah, that's why I put them. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with the Tim Burton one. It's the same Batmobile, so I left that in, yeah. the, in the ring. Okay. So then I have that. Um, third. Is going to be the Ben Affleck one. Okay. Second is going to be the what we just saw. Okay. And then first for me is still fucking yeah the Tim, the, the Tim Burton one man. Yeah, I feel you, man. My ranking is a little bit different than yours, but our top number one is still the same. So for me, it's going to be in last place the Joel Schumacher Batmobile. It looked like a fucking weird shark fin thing uh, with like blue neon lights. Wasn't feeling it. Chris Nolan's, of course, the tank. We discussed why we didn't really care for it. Zack Snyder, to me, is number four. Um, I liked how it looked like a fucking like combat car, like a fucking whatever. I thought it was cool, but yeah, it had, it had a little bit of a... It could have done better. I put the Adam West in there as number three because the Adam West one reminded me of the Matt Reeves Batmobile, and that's why it's number two for me. They were neck and neck. And, of course, number one, you can't beat Tim Burton's iconic... I don't care what, who, what you try and do. You're never going to beat that iconic Batmobile. You're not. Uh, you're not. Uh, you try. You're going to die trying. That was, uh, that <laughs> was the perfect Batmobile. It really was. It really was. Um, so that's our rankings of the Batmobiles ranked, folks. Moving along, we're going to talk about ranking our Batman actors ranked as Bruce Wayne, not outside of the Batsuit. So we're not talking in the Batsuit. We're talking outside of the Batsuit. So this is as Bruce Wayne. Uh, the persona of Bruce Wayne. So, what would your rankings be? There's seven, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, you can include. You don't have to include Adam West. I'm including Adam West. I'm doing all of them, so you don't have to include Adam West in yours. I'm, I'm doing it in mine. Um. But. All right. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna include Adam West. Right. Um. Because I feel like Adam West is his, he's his own thing. I don't know. Like you know, that's like from that golden age of, of comic books kind of thing. Um. 
George Clooney's last. Uh, okay, of course. Clooney last. I'm going to say Val Kilmer after Clooney. Okay. Then I would put It gets, it gets tricky, man, because I thought very highly of Robert Pattinson, but I need to see Robert Pattinson in different phases as Bruce Wayne. That makes sense. You know, like, I feel like, I feel like he will be there, but I feel like we only got like one version, you know? Yeah. To be honest with you, I like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, dude. I really did. I, I did yeah. not I did not dislike him, but I would put I'm gonna put him third. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Pattinson second. And then I'm gonna put um Keaton first. Absolutely, man. I am again, again, we got our uh we got our number one um uh uh spot again, but um I will start off again. Our number one and number seven or six or whatever, whatever is on the same. Um, being at George Clooney, of course, as everybody knows, it is a common fact that George Clooney is the worst Batman, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, <laughs> by default. Um, Adam West, I put him as number six, um, just to put him in there because, you know, I, I don't really remember what he was because I haven't seen that movie in a million years, but he's definitely better than George Clooney. Uh, I put Robert Pattinson as number five. Um... Again, needs a little work, and we, 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 I'm sure we will get it. I put Ben Affleck as number four. Um, I wasn't feeling him as Bruce Wayne as much as you, but uh, I did feel him more as Batman. I liked how he was. He sounded badass in the fucking bat suit. Uh, number three, Val Kilmer. Um, number oh, actually, actually, you know, what? I think you I forgot what? Christian Bale. Um, yeah, I, my, my number one is actually different than yours, haha, because I put Michael Keaton as number two as Bruce Wayne. But I put Christian Bale as number one because I thought Christian Bale, believe it or not, folks, he wasn't the best Batman in the suit for me. But outside the suit, he was because he he sold that fucking billionaire role like a fucking champion. So I, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton did it okay. He did a good, solid job. But Christian Bale was he put on that when he wanted to turn it on and off, he could turn it on and off. You know what? I take it back, folks. One Bale, two Keaton. Three Affleck, okay. four Patterson, then five Kilmer, six I'll give it to Adam West, and then seven Clooney. That's it. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I missed that, but yeah, I um, yeah, I, I was thinking differently, but yeah, we're talking like just as Bruce Wayne without the suit, just as like who acted the best. Yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale was awesome. He was. He's yeah. a, I didn't like him as I didn't like him when he was in the suit, but. Um, yeah, when he was outside the suit, it was yeah, he was he's, he was great. Yeah, no, he definitely was. Uh, so next, we're gonna do um, the who, ranking the Batman in the Batman uh, suit. So, going first now, this is in the Batman suit, folks, in the bat suit. Uh, so there, I'm I'm not you know I'm, again, I'm including Adam West. You don't have to. Um, I'll let you take it away. Um, rank your Batman in the bat suit. In the bat suit. In the Clooney last. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, Clooney last. I'm going to put Kilmer after. Then I'm going to put. In the bat suit. Three seconds. No. All right. Let me do. <laughs> let me do it from from first to worst. First. You know what? You're gonna. You're not gonna win the million dollars. <laughs> you know what? This is gonna. This is gonna come off strange, but you know what? I'm gonna put Ben Affleck as first, man. I'm gonna put you're Ben Affleck. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, 
to be honest with you, of all the bat suits, I think that was like the, the dopest one, dude. Really? You, yeah. You know what? I respect that, man. I, 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 I really, really do. And I'm kind of mad that I kind of, you know what? Oh, that's interesting. You know, like we're talking. Oh, well, he's, like, he's definitely he's in, in my top three, though. I will. I'll, I'm not going to change my order, but I, I'll respect that's that's he did. He you remember that movie, The Dark Knight Returns, with the, the animated movie? Mm-hmm. That was an awesome bat suit. That's what he was modeled after. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Ben Affleck bat suit. That's number one. All right. Number two. This is where it gets tricky, but I'm going to say Keaton. Keaton suit number two. Okay. Number three, I'll go with Christian Bale. Right. And four, I'll go Pattinson. And then five, I'll go Kilmer. And then six, um, Clooney. All right. I like that order, man. I like it. I respect that. That's that's fucking that's a cool order, man. I'm gonna actually go a little bit differently. I, I kind of want to change my order, but I'm not going to because this is what I, how I wrote it down in my fucking headspace. So in the bat suit, Batman actors rank number seven, of course, George Clooney. Fucking gets the short end of the stick just because reasons. Uh, Adam West number six, Val Kilmer in the bat suit for number five, Christian Bale for number four, Ben Affleck I put as number three. To my top three though, Robert Pattinson number two and Michael Keaton as number one. So in the bat suit. Still Michael Keaton. Yeah. And see, Can't folks, take that away from him. <laughs> what's interesting is we're giving these orders of different different things, and you notice Robert Pattinson or anything that's to do with the Batman, we're not even ranking him number one, but we still thought the movie was fucking the best Batman yeah. movie of all time. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. If that doesn't tell you it's anything. Yeah. If that um, doesn't if that but, doesn't tell you anything, because it's not about it's really about the movie. It's really about it's, the it's as a whole. Folks. It's as a it's whole. As a fucking whole. It's as, as a, whole. a whole. So right there, Batmobile and Batsuit. We don't even have it ranked number one from that movie, but we still thought that fucking movie was the best Batman movie of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and with that being said, folks, a perfect segue into our now we're gonna get into the creme de la creme, the final act of this podcast, ranking the Batman movies, all of them. I mean, I'm doing um. What am I doing? Hold on. So I'm going to rank all the Batman movies. I'm not including... I don't know why I didn't include... Oh, at, you know what? I'm just going to toss it in there. I didn't include Adam West, but you know what? I, I did include Adam West, the actor, but not the movie. I don't know why I should have included the movie. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Um, I'll throw it in here. So um, I'll let you go first, Jay. Uh, you can rank your Batman movies. You don't have to include Batman 1966. I'm going to since I fucking did it for the other ones, even though I didn't include it in my list. The Batman movie, so go ahead, take it away, sir. Your Batman movie's ranked. Um, Batman and Robin's last. Batman Forever. <laughs> so Batman, Batman and Robin, seventh. Batman. <sighs> this is where it gets tricky too, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it gets, it gets, right. it gets tricky. <laughs> it's like you're like thinking about like it's it's really fucking hard. I know. It's, it took me uh, a long time to fucking rank these. It's hard. I I gotta go the other other order. I'll go from first to last. Greatest Batman movies of all time. The Batman. Batman. The Batman number one. I wish I could do like a one A one B because that's how I I, I see I like. Yeah, so Batman, the Batman number one, the Dark Knight number two. Okay. Batman Returns number three. Batman Begins number four. Batman 1989. Five. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Bat- Batman Forever six. Batman vs okay. Superman seven, and then Batman and Robin eight. That's my work. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, All right, you I did for- it. I- I <laughs> oh shit, he's, oh, he's got to go back. He's got to go back. I forgot the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are you? Uh, where are you putting that one? Okay, let me redo it. <laughs> you Batman- only get your last chance. 
The Batman no more, one. No more do-overs. The Batman number one. The Dark Knight number two. Batman Returns number three. Batman Begins number four. Batman 89 number five. The Dark Knight Rises number six. Yep. Batman Forever number seven. Batman vs. Superman number eight. This and is then, amazing. And then number nine, Batman and Robin. Our last five movies are exactly identical, I believe. So I'm going to get into mine now. Um, I'm going to go nine to one. So I, I'm going to do nine to one. So Batman 1966, I'm not going to include folks. I didn't plan on it. I apologize, even though I did Adam West for the other ones. Uh, I know I kind of fucked up there. My bad. Uh, everybody gets one. So yeah, number nine, I'm going to put Batman and Robin, naturally. Number eight, Batman vs. Superman. Seven, Batman Forever. Six, The Dark Knight Rises. Five, Batman Begins. Four, now this is where it gets tricky. This is where tricky for me. Number four, Batman 1989. Number three, Batman Returns. Number two, The Dark Knight. Number one, The Batman. So, and I never thought that anything would beat The Dark Knight as I live and breathe, but... Our top three was the same. Yeah. Absolutely. The only thing, the only thing that was different was four and five, I think. Yeah, that was it. We almost had the fucking identical list. We almost great. had identical lists, yeah. Um, so yeah, as you can see, folks, we hold the Batman in such high regard. Now, we want to talk about, before we wrap this podcast up, we want to talk about why the Batman supersedes the Dark Knight. And I think Jay brought a beautiful point up to me the other day we were talking, and I'll let you elaborate. What makes what what makes the Dark Knight special uh, is one kind of key element, and I'll let you say it, Jay, because you said it first, and I was like, wow, I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> so Basically, you know, you, people will say, like, okay, like, you know, greatest Batman movie. You know, you say The Dark Knight. Okay, so then I, I, I thought about it some more. You dissect that movie. Now, ask yourself this, who had the better performance? Christian Bale or Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. Yeah. Who was the better character? Batman or Joker? Joker. So really, like, that movie was great because of the Joker, not because of Batman. You know, if you take... I agree. If you, I wholeheartedly if you take, agree. If you extract the Joker and the movie was just purely... I don't know, him pacing Two-Face or whatever, or some other fucking right. villain. It's it's a good movie, but it's not, like, something that you're, like, it, like, you're, it becomes a memorable movie, you know? What became memorable about The Dark Knight is The Joker. Yeah. And that, no, that, was, that was it, you know? And for this movie, it was all about Batman. It was yeah. all about Batman, but you still got great performance, like, Batman was the pedestal, but supporting that pedestal was the Riddler, was Carmine Falcone, was Penguin, you know, yep. as it should be. Because if it's about if it's a Batman movie, then Batman should be the he should be the, the he should be bright and center. He should be he yeah. should be the he should be the lead star. No, I agree. And to that point, Jay, you extract Heath Ledger's Joker out. Oh, the Dark Knight, and you get a solid Batman flick. It's not going to nearly be as good as the Batman because the Batman, uh, Dark Knight, Batman. Yeah, everything else was fine. It was just fine, you know. Batman in the Dark Knight. I don't know about you, man. Do you you notice that Christian Bale's voice as Batman drastically changed when he was in the suit from Batman Begins to the Dark Knight? He went from sounding like in the in the Batman Begins. He went from sounding like yeah. You'll never have to like you know. You could understand what he was saying in the Dark Knight. He's like, <laughs> you couldn't fucking understand him half the time. I'm mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Did you just suck down a fucking carton of Marlboros? Like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I, I, I get um, it, man. It was two different characters. Like, yeah, and as, like was he like, took that shit seriously, a little too seriously, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, man. Panson, and and again, Panson was kind of like he was. Not as ranked high as we thought, but one thing I would say is like he didn't come off as overacting. The, see, the reason why I, I don't put Pattinson as the best Batman is because I need to see more versions of him as Batman. That's all. Yeah. Because we just got him as like this young version, you know? Right. I, I want to see him now more seasoned as Batman. 
You know, yeah. I want I want to see him now come into his own as that. Once I see a second movie of him, I'll probably say he's the best Batman. He has the potential. He's definitely. I mean, honestly, folks, in the suit, he he fucking wears the shit out of that suit. Like he fucking owns it, and it feels like that. He does. He feels like he's just like a, a, an iteration, a complete, it, like an incarnation or reincarnation or whatever fucking incarnation you want to say of like the Batman from the comic books. Like just that's it. That's he's and he and guess what, folks? Guess what, folks? I don't know if you've noticed this, but every single Batman, live action Batman that's been on screen has murdered someone in some way, shape, or form, whether it be inadvertently or right out fucking point blank. Every Batman, every I can name all every single one, whether it's with the Batmobile or with fucking just by letting them die or with a bomb strapped to them, throwing them down a fucking well. This Batman did not kill, not, not even come close to killing or inadvertently killing anyone. He was saving everyone. He was saving everyone by fucking hanging up like, like Spider-Man. He was fucking grappling around, hanging them from fucking ceilings and shit, just... Heaven is like fucking like wrapping them up and shit, right? He wasn't killing anybody. He was fucking saving people, you know, mm -hmm. even the bad guys. Even Penguin, yeah. when he fucking flipped him over in the car, he ripped him out of it. I'm like, yeah, that's Batman. That's fucking mm -hmm. Batman. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. A Batman, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I digress. That's pretty much it in a nutshell, folks. That's our rankings. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little mellow, chill podcast. Uh, I hope you all see the movie. And please go see it. I want to see it again and again and again and again. I'm owning this shit on Steelbook, 4K Blu-ray, day one. <laughs> same here. Can't wait. Same, Cannot same, wait. Same here. I'm gonna get it on Steelbook, and um, I just hope they explore this world now. I'm looking forward to all these like spinoff series. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, like I was gonna. I wanted to go see it again in the movie theaters, but. I'm gonna wait, man. I'm gonna wait for the HBO yeah. Max. I'm gonna wait because I, I, it's yeah. not that it's not that long, you know. It's not a long. No, wait. it's not that long at all. I mean, it's, it's only a month plus. And if you go see it in theaters, folks, they've jacked up the prices because they want, you know, they want to draw people back to theaters. So I think you're playing a two or three. I think it's a three dollar upcharge to see the Batman and AMC theaters. It's AMC theaters, right? That's they're doing yeah. this. It's a three dollar upcharge. So uh, if you go to see it at AMC theaters, just be warned you will be paying a more premium price because they're assholes. Um, but if it's an IMAX, oh my God, you, you're going to be blown to pieces. So, yeah, I, I, I would say it's worth it. If you haven't seen it, pay the price, see it one yeah. time, an IMAX, and then just wait for it to come out on HBO Max. Absolutely, positively, absolutely. But anyway, folks, uh, with that being said, that is, I think that'll do it for us this time. Unless you got anything, any closing comments you want to add, Jay? Um, other than that, oh. just um. What's to come out in the March well, is March is kind of like you know not much we got March we got, is dry March so we'll is probably dry. be back in yeah we'll probably be back in April right because April's a shit sun it'd be like the mid to end of April we'll be back another month or so folks a well, few weeks maybe we'll start talking uh, about uh, Moon Knight you know when Moon Knight Moon releases Knight. that's the end of this month oh Moon Knight Halo the Halo TV series definitely looking forward to that one of my favorite first person shooters of all time. Um, we got that Moon Knight. Um, April, we got Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Morbius. We got Can't Sonic the Hedgehog, Morbius. Morbius. We got uh, and, North, uh, Northmen. The Northmen. The Northmen. And I think that, I mean, that'll pretty much do it, right? Until the big one comes out in May, Doctor Strange 2, uh, Multiverse of Madness. And then we got the big, big one, Star Wars Obi-Wan. Oh, so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Actually, you know what? Um, I think I think we'll come back and we'll do another podcast. I think I think we should just geek out, you know, just kind of like talk about a lot of the rumors of what we're hearing about Obi Wan. Yeah. And uh, and what Dr. we Strange, what and Doctor yeah. Strange because it, it's it's kind of fun to theorize about those things because you know it's it's fun, man. It's it's fun. You know, you're thinking about all the all the possibilities. I don't want to like overdo it because then you know you create the you set the bar a little too high. Right. But um. Fuck, we did it for Spider-Man, and, and it, it, you know, our our expectations it, it, were met, met and exceeded in some and, in some uh, aspects. And, but and, yeah, you know what? That's a good point, Jay. You know, um, yeah, April will be the movies and and Moon Knight and Halo and everything. But we'll come back toward the end of March, and we will talk about the rumor mills for Obi Wan and Doctor Strange to the Multiverse of Madness. So look forward to that. And of course, we'll talk about any other bullshit about any other video games or movies and TV we're watching or playing at the time. Uh, of new and old. So, with that being said, I have been the Great Talon. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Jay Revan here. 
We'll catch you all next time. Thanks, as always, for stopping by.